My name is Andy Caldwell, and I'm running for CAA Congressional District 24. Let's begin by discussing some of your uh, qualifications. Uh, how will your background and experience uh, help you succeed in, in this position? Well, first of all, I grew up in this region, um, so I know it very, very well. I have a bachelor's degree from UC San Diego, and I've worked in agriculture industry um, you know, earlier on in my life. And for the last 30 years, I've served as a government watchdog. Um, I've been to a couple of thousand different government meetings. In addition to that, I'm the newspaper editorial writer for the Santa Barbara News Press, and I'm a radio talk show host, to, and I've interviewed over 10,000 guests on that show about all facets of our society, our economy, our history, foreign relations, and the like. Uh, which issues and initiatives uh, are the most important right now for uh, Santa Barbara County in the Congressional District? Well, um, better paying jobs has been something I've been concerned about my entire adult life. Uh, when I got graduated from college, I couldn't find a good paying job, which is why I started working in industry. And what we have in, on the Central Coast is either a permanent urban underclass that cannot reach middle class jobs or people are forced to leave because of the high cost of housing in this region. So I'd like to see better paying jobs for working class people, and I would like to see more affordable housing because the bottom line is most people here, we have one of the least affordable housing markets in the entire United States. Uh, Santa Barbara County recently moved to the red tier, the second most restrictive category in the state's COVID system, but the virus uh, continues to spread throughout the community and uh, as of this week, the, the current total is 9,319 cases and 115 virus-related uh, fatalities for the county. Uh, how will you use your position to support those uh, impacted by the virus, including the economic concerns, uh, especially among those uh, who are the most vulnerable from being who or who have become economically devastated? Well, our concern is, and our concern should have always been, to isolate and protect the most vulnerable, including those that are in nursing homes, those with compromised immune, uh, immune systems and the like, that we should have never, we should have never completely abandoned the concept of herd immunity. And what I mean by that is, uh, among healthy people, especially younger healthy people, the rate of infection is well below uh, one, basically less than one half of 1%. And what we should have done is we should have practiced hand washing, social distancing and wearing masks, but not shut down our economy. There is no way to financially recover from a shut down economy because the government doesn't have any revenue coming in when the economy is shut down. That leaves it up to them to either print the money that leads to inflation or increase our national debt to a staggering amount, which is what they've done. They've increased our national debt $5 trillion. So I believe that the mom and pop shop should have been able to stay open just like Walmart, Costco, and Target.
Uh, this summer, uh, California has been devastated by uh, some of the worst, uh, one of the worst uh, wildfire seasons in history, a record-breaking 4 million acres uh, burned. In your opinion, what are the primary factors uh, driving this devastation and what solutions do you propose to mitigate the effects of climate change in California? We've had absolutely horrible, horrid, abysmal forest management practices, which means we didn't manage the forest at all. We allowed the trees to grow to too many trees per acre in terms of density. That weakened the trees in terms of their ability to compete for water, nutrients, and sunlight. And in their weakened state, they became um, subject to disease, predation, which literally killed them. We have 140 million dead trees in the state of California. That did not come about naturally. It came about through what I call maligned neglect, not benign, because there was nothing benign about it. It was malign neglect. We need active forest management, including grazing animals, goats and cows for the underbrush. We need thinning. Um, We need control burns. And we need to manage the forest because Mother Nature is not benign. Um, and these forest fires, we're destroying trees that managed to survive 2,000 years without us. And now all of a sudden we're, quote, unquote, managing the forest and they're burning up. That is That right there is a crime against Mother Nature. Uh, following nationwide protests earlier this year, uh, in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, America has been engaged in an ongoing uh, discussion on uh, race relations. What will you do specifically to improve race relations, uh, both nationally, and do you also see that as a as a key issue here in the Santa Barbara County and the region? Well, this gets back to my earlier position that we've created a permanent urban underclass because people can't get good jobs and they can't afford housing. In America's inner cities, we also have a particular problem with the breakdown in the family unit. And the bottom line here is we need to support stable family formation. And then secondly, we need to address the schools to prison pipeline in the inner cities. And part of that would be school choice. Um, The public school system is not working for these families. And so I would want to improve their social economic standing by giving them a fair chance. We also do have a problem with the criminal justice system that a lot of poor people are forced to rely upon public defenders who are overworked um, in these cases. And they're pretty much condemned to plea bargaining or pleading guilty to avoid super long prison sentences or something they may have not have done in the first place. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, add or a final message to those listening? Well, you know, the bottom line here is that I've lived in this region almost my entire life. I come from a working class background, but I've also worked with organized labor. I've had almost every union on my board over the last 30 years. So I've worked with Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, and Conservatives in order to build a better economy and a better quality of life for all residents. And the bottom line here is we have 
very wealthy people and very poor people, but the middle class is struggling to make it here on the Central Coast. And I'm also very concerned about efforts to defund the police. My opponent in this race, Salute Carbajal, has not stepped up to the plate to condemn the rioting and the looting and the violence, nor efforts to defund the police. And I believe we need more leadership and less talk. Um, I'm somebody that's against higher taxes. I have, in fact, I am opposed to Prop 15, the largest tax increase in California state history, whereas Salute Carbajal has endorsed Prop 15. This will decimate our farmers and our mom and pop businesses in this region because the, uh, the way business works is they pay what's called triple net, which means whatever the property tax is, it, get, it is passed on, on by either a rent or a lease agreement. And so I know what it takes to preserve business and jobs, and I believe ultimately that's what's going to help us to achieve a more equitable society. Um, one of the biggest reasons we don't have good-paying manufacturing and industry jobs here any longer is because those jobs were left for China. We accomplish nothing in terms of either greenhouse gas emissions or uh, real pollution by offshoring those jobs. We believe that we have some of the strictest environmental rules and regulations here on the Central Coast, and that if we locate and bring back those jobs here, people could have a middle-class income with only a high school education. And with our large immigrant population here, a lot of the jobs that Salute Carbajal and others say that we, they want to bring here, which are quote-unquote high-tech jobs, well, somebody with a high school education or less cannot qualify for those jobs. And these have been the forgotten people. These have been the people I've been working for because these are my people. I grew up in a single-parent family household, and I was just brought up in a working-class household, and these are the jobs that have been destroyed and or sent overseas we need to bring them back if we're going to have social and economic equity in our society i want to let people know that i'm not going back to washington dc to represent a political party i'm here to represent the people i'm not a career politician i've been a, a servant in the nonprofit sector for 30 years interfacing between business taxpayers, working class families, and government. I want to do the same work in Washington, D.C. I would encourage people to watch our videos in our town hall um, meetings um, at andycaldwell2020.com, and I'd be pleased and honored to be their next congressional representative.